Welcome to Breaking Women's Code with your hosts, Jasmine, Tamara, and Ashton. Thank you for joining us as we explore the topics to everything women. Sharing stories, bringing resources, talking to experts, and giving you the tools to empower yourself. Hey friends, so glad you joined us today. Uh, It's going to be an exciting episode today where we're going to dig a little bit more into Manny Gems. So if you heard last episode, you heard about the um, energy type that Tamara and I are. And so this episode, we are going to learn about the energy type that Jasmine is. So she's going to be telling us all the things about what it's like to be a Manny Gen. And Tamara and I are going to share some stories about our experiences with the different energy types. And anybody listening can see if they feel like they have people in their lives that are managers and how they can possibly interact with them a little bit differently and grow from there. So I will hand it over to Jasmine to give us a little bit of an intro about what a manager is like. Yay. Okay. So I'm really excited to talk about this energy type because I feel like just like projectors, I do feel like a lot of us feel misunderstood and um, can have a lot of friends and family, I don't know, give you some not so great maybe terms or adjectives to describe you that you're just like, like that is very offensive. And I do not like that at all because with this energy type and being a Manny Gen, you have this energy that is very much wanting to pivot all the time. So you go to start one thing and then you just want to change, right? And for for us, finishing things is not easy, right? We can finish things. And I mean, if you have to find will, then like definitely you can. But like the biggest thing is just knowing that like as a manager, we're meant to constantly be pivoting, constantly be changing our interests. And, you know, as a manager, you know, we're the type of people who are juggling everything and thriving while we're juggling, right? Like we want the seven different hobbies, plus the three different jobs, plus like the family, plus all these different things going on. Because when we are in that, what I like to call beautiful chaos, that is where we are thriving and like living our best. But that's only if we're doing things that are lighting us up at the same time. So many gens are actually just a subtype of a generator. Okay. Um, and the biggest thing when it comes to being a manager is that you have a motor center connected to your throat. Okay. So we all have a defined throat and we have a motor sec- motor center connected to it. For example, for me, I have my solar plexus connected to my throat. Okay. So very much when I speak, it's from emotion, right? I can tap into feelings very easily whenever I go to speak. And that's a lot of the places that I speak from. Yeah. Anyways. So it's, it's an intense, it's an intense type of energy and it can be a lot for the people around you. And that's, I think one thing that I always like to mention, and I'm excited for the girls to kind of chat more about it is that as a manager, just know that your energy and your go, 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 and your need to pivot is going to affect those around you. Okay. We are basically a whirlwind and we go fast. So there's always these memes out there where it's like manager or it's like, uh, cheetah, and then like, you know, the speed of light and then Manny Gen, because that's how fast we go. Right. And we skip a lot of steps. So we're here essentially to show the world how to do things faster. How, like what is not necessary, right? Like we find those steps that are like not necessary at all. And we're like, fuck that. See you later. Like, we're not going to do that. 
Um, and the coolest thing is that like, just knowing that so I think one of my biggest breakthroughs was understanding that circling back was just part of it. So as a manager, us going so fast, our job is literally to trial and error things to see what's going to work and what's not going to work, right? What, what we can make faster, what we, you know, should keep in that kind of stuff. So if you're following like a step-by-step manual, any manager, you know, the struggle that is following a step-by-step manual, I'm like, Hey, cool. Like, where can I not do a step? Like, this is, there's a lot of steps. Can I just say, fuck it to one of these steps? Maybe a few, right? And the fun thing is, is that you'll skip some steps because you think that they're not necessary. And then sometimes they are. And you realize that once you're going through, you're like, oh, fuck. Okay, well, I got to go back now. Right. So it's basically this like circling back. So sometimes we have to circle back and sometimes we don't because we found, oh, no, like this is way faster. This is way better. Like you can totally do this quicker. Right. Um, And the biggest thing is just remember, because we are a generator, we need to do it lights us up. Okay. So searching out what lights you up is massive. Okay. So if you are doing things that do not light you up, that do not give you that sacral fuck. Yes. Okay. If it's, if it's a, maybe it's a fuck. No, if it's a later, it's still a fuck. No. Um, if it's not an actual full body fuck, yes, you will dim the rest of the world. You will dim the rest of the world. Our life force energy is literally meant to help the rest of the world get energy. Okay. We are like batteries. We constantly are recharging by doing things we love. Right. And we can go, 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 go. That's just part of our energy type. Okay. Now, the biggest thing to remember is that if you are again, doing things that do not light you up and that drain you, you are draining everyone else in this world. Okay. So you are meant to follow your joy. You are meant to know yourself really well. That is one thing that generators and managers are here to do is to know themselves, is to get to know themselves very intimately and very deeply. Because in order to live your life where you're following joy, you need to figure out what that is for you and what that looks like, right? Because if you don't know what brings you joy, right, then you need to do some soul searching. I need to figure out who you are and what you need, right? So it's just really interesting that way. And now as for like phrases that people may call you, <laughs> and if you resonate with this, you're probably a manigen, um, is flaky, is flighty. Um, I have been called, like I, like, I just bounce around too much. I bounce around to everything too much. I burn too many candles, right? I don't burn the candle on both ends. I have like eight candles that I'm burning on both ends, right? You know, there's the people who are like, oh, you're doing too much. You're going to burn out. Oh, you're, you know, like, are you sure that you can add that into it as well? Like, are you sure you should do that? Like, don't you already have so much else going on, right? Like people constantly, constantly say stuff like that to me. And then on top of that, I would always remember, like, you know, I would describe, oh yeah, like, you know, I'm doing this, 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 and this. And they're like, how, 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 like, how are you doing that and functioning? Like there's how, and I'm like, well, you know, like whatever, I just, that is just how I live. It just makes me happy. And then another thing that I find too, that I get quite a lot is, sorry, you finished that in how long? <laughs> I am literally the person who's like, um, so you say I, it's going to take me this long to do this. Watch me <laughs> like hold my beer. <laughs> um, so that's kind of more so the management energy. It's just, it's a whirlwind. It's, you know, we're, we're big, we're expansive. We are basically this like whirlwind of chaos that somehow we juggle and do, you know, extremely well within. Um, but the biggest thing is just remembering 
that you're not here to initiate anything. So we need to respond to our external environment, right? So respond to things. I have an open Ajna and head, meaning I'm constantly getting like this flow of ideas from those around me. And so a really cool tip for like any managements out there, because we want to act on things fast too, right? Like things will come in and you just want to go because like, that's just part of your energy. Um, but just remembering to follow your, follow your authority is huge for me. I'm an emotional authority, so I have to ride that shit out. Right. But one of my biggest things and a really cool tip that I learned as a manager, knowing that I constantly have this flow of like downloads coming into my body and my mind. Plus then on top of that, wanting to act on those like ASAP is I actually started asking the universe for signs. So as you know, a generator type, we can do this. So I would ask the universe, I'd be like, show me three, 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 three times within the next 24 hours. If this is for me, show me three butterflies. So just ask for threes. So something in threes, whether it's butterfly, um, an ant, like, I don't know, like take your pick. Maybe don't do an ant. Those are everywhere, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like just make it something that, um, you can get like a distinct sign from and for, and legit, like you will be shocked. Okay. And whenever I have, li- like when I listened to this, cause I did, I started doing this maybe six months ago. I have made the most aligned decisions for myself based on this practice. And it's really crazy how I'm like, I'll forget about it. So I started putting in my notes section, right? Cause I, like, I literally would get like eight downloads a day that I'd be like, well, fuck, like, which one do I want to act on? I don't know. And then I'm like, Hey, universe, like four, four, four for this one, three, three, whatever. And then I write them in my notes section. And then as I go through and I start seeing those things, I'll actually tick mark it into my notes section. I'm like, Oh, cool. saw one. Oh, cool. saw another. Right. And just becoming more and more aware of those like external validations and signs for me. Um, So yeah, so the biggest thing is making sure that you're responding and then also informing, right? Like we are here to inform those around us. So the thing that I noticed, especially as a manager is me acting so fast and doing things so quick. I, if I didn't let those around me know what I was doing, they would feel really left out in my life. They'd feel like they were getting left behind. They would feel like I didn't, you know, take them into account that I wasn't, Um, that was just like forgetting about them or didn't want to include them. And like that in itself is not the case at all. I was just like, oh no, I was just like super stoked and ready to go. So I just started. Right. And so I think that's the biggest thing to remember too, is like, just because you can go really fast, doesn't mean that those around you can. So if you want to make sure that you are informing those people that this is the reason why, right. It's not them. It's you. (laughs) Um, but I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to many gems. And then just making sure that you are informing those around you. Okay. So inform those around you, respond and follow your authority. Okay. So again, I'm an emotional authority. My wave is going to take longer than somebody who's a sacral. Okay. If you're a sacral manager, like you're going to run even faster than me, right? Because you can act on those decisions quicker. I need to really take time to, to make those decisions, right? I need to follow my wave, figure out my emotions, figure out how it's going to make me feel how I'm going to feel all of those different things. But I think that's like the main thing when it comes to, to that manage and energy. Um, and so for now I'll get more into like, you know, how I work with this energy and how I, you know, use all those different little pointers that I gave you guys to actually live my life and making sure that I'm not like draining those around me or making them feel like they're left out or whatever. Um, but I would love to hear from both Ashton and Tamara about this because their, their projector energy, right? So it's so different and it's so beautiful. And I'm just so curious to see 
their thoughts and their opinions and like how my energy affects them. Actually, I have a really, really good story about this and the differences in our energy. And it only really occurred to me as we were talking about things last week, honestly. And I'm like, oh, this is like perfect to share when we start talking about um, the Manny Gen energy and just how it affects as a projector. So Jasmine and I used to spend like a lot of time together. We hang out all the time. This was before we knew really anything about human design at all. And even though I didn't know anything about human design, I've pretty much always known that I was an empath, which I didn't realize was part of human design at all, in all reality. And um, so I always knew that like I'm affected by other people's energy, I'm affected by their emotions. Uh, and so when Jasmine and I would hang out, I would have like constant excited like go 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 kind of energy we'd be I'd be down for whatever and we'd be doing lots of things all the time and I'd be good I'd be full of energy it'd be like a great visit all the time and then the second that we left like that we parted ways I'd be so exhausted like I'd have to like crank music to drive home kind of thing um, or like if she came over to my place, I'd be like wanting to nap basically as soon as she left. And I always thought that it was because like, and a lot of this was like during the time that she was um, dealing with the issues with the IED. So like the depression and always being exhausted and stuff. So I always thought that was um, just because of that and dealing with that kind of energy as an empath. And then as we're talking about how projectors work and the fact that I not only take on these emotions and the energy, but I amplify it. I was like, oh, that's why I'm exhausted because I would get all that many gen energy, be all excited, and then I would use way too much energy that I didn't have energy when I left. Yeah. Well, not only that, though, like I have a defined emotional, like a defined solar plexus and you don't. So not only that, like you're taking in my manigen energy as a projector who needs more rest than I do. Right. But then you're also taking in my defined emotional solar plexus. So you're taking all of my emotions that, you know, I'm creating, which I don't really have much control over because as you guys know, if you didn't listen to the last episode as an emotional authority, you just wake up with feelings, right? We are the ones that create feelings for the rest of the collective. And we don't really get to always decide on what those feelings are that day, right? And so not only that, so you're taking those feelings and then amplifying them. And then I don't think you have a defined will either. So I have a defined- no, I don't. Path. So then I also have a defined will. So that means that I basically have that follow through, that need to like finish it and get it done like now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other things with the defined will, like self-empowerment and like, you know, self-worth and shit like that, which is great. But a big thing is that energy to like want to finish it like now, right? And like really like basically like the hustle, the hustle and grind, right? Like that is what the will is. And 33% of the population have it defined. And I'm one of those people. And I know when people are around me that like hustle and grind energy comes out and it is like, and people, people amplify it. And then I'm like, oh fuck, like I, you know, just because I can like sit up at like three in the morning to finish it doesn't mean that the rest of the world can. Right. And I can only do that with things that light me up too. 
And then on top of that too, do you have your root defined? No, I don't think I do. Yeah. So then you're also getting my root and also my sacral. So you're getting my life force energy and then also my root energy, which is that initiating wanting to get shit up and running and started. And like my sacral energy is actually like where I have the most gates. And that is like my superpower. And it's, that's that life force energy. That's like, let's get fucking going. Let's find some joy. Let's live our lives. Let's like do all the things. Right. And like, that is my like superpower energy source. And I see it whenever I'm around people. I really do see it. I see how I affect them. And then I like, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> For the longest time I felt really bad. Cause I was like, oh my God. Like I, and I, I used to actually think I would have to, I was like, oh, maybe I should tone myself down. Right. But as a manager, like that is one of the worst things that you can do because you're like you being your radiant glowing self is what inspires other people around you to be their own version of that. Right. So when you dim your light, you literally are dimming everyone else, right. You're telling everyone else that they need to dim themselves as well. Right. So I think that's one of the biggest things, because I would always feel bad, especially when Ash and I would be like, Oh my God, I killed her. I mean, I, I did feel very exhausted some days. To be fair though, that was also when we'd spend like whole day together or more. Like if it was just a couple of hours, it was like, that was like the perfect amount. Yeah. And I was a little naive in the fact that I never really like listened to that either. I was just like, oh, it's how she was feeling emotionally that day. It's like, it won't be as bad next time. No, it was the same. It was the same thing <laughs> pretty much all the time. Yeah. See, for me, so I've, so for anybody listening, I've only met uh, Jasmine once in person. And um, other than that, we just get together on our Saturdays. Sometimes we'll do other calls as well. And so for me, I have not had to experience her crazy manigen energy types to the extent of Ashton. Um, <laughs> however, even even though with even with that, like she was kind of saying, so I find Jasmine is very, she, I, I, it's almost like an addicting energy because it's, it's, it's so like up there and it's, it's, it's so nice to be around. And, and it, it, like she said, like it, it shows me my potential of what can happen out there. Like that's, that's the energy that I get from her. So when she's, when she's doing her best, I feel my best, which, which is. That's also why I like, didn't pay attention to the signs of like okay this is a constant thing of always feeling exhausted afterwards because yeah. it was a good energy to be around yes yeah. yeah um yeah I find it very like it's a it's addicting energy almost like it's like you you want it all the time and I think a big part of that too is because she's she's always like got that go 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 and I don't and I want it but I can't have it because it's not part of me <laughs> but to a certain extent like even in seeing like how she's doing her business how she can do six six to ten different things in her business and stuff it's like it kind of gives me this thing of like oh well then I can do my one or two things it's easy you know and like it it and it kind of she's she's given me new ideas on how things work and how to get there a lot quicker than having to you know tread 
through the mud and all of that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's definitely like when you, the way you like, that's exactly how I see you is how most people should see vengeance. Like it's, it's literally in that sense, which is really crazy. And like, yeah, if, if I spent, if I spent a, a couple days with her, we were already actually talking about this. If I spent a couple days with her, like I, I already know I'm going to sleep for a week. <laughs> Yeah, because we we're all talking one of our biggest plans and dreams here is to do a nice big retreat, right? And so I was like, well, like guys, I'd like the I got the energy. So it's like you guys can like go off and like do a nap or like do a chill thing or like you know, just take some take some time. And I was like, and then my ass can like lead some like breath work or whatever for the time being and like, you know, really get my ass like, you know, buzzing because I can do that for an extended period of time, right? And be be good with it. Um, especially if I'm doing something that, that lights me up, but that's actually, yeah, that's so funny. Cool. Well, that makes me really, I really like, like that makes me happy. Cause sometimes I feel bad. Like, so I think that's the thing about Manny Jens is like, sometimes we feel bad because I'm like, Oh, am I, am I doing too much as a chronically? I'm like, am I doing too much? And then I'm like, and now like, I know I'm a Manny Jens. So in those, cause that's conditioning. So in those conditioned thoughts come in, I'm like, fuck off Richard. I actually call my like, so it's my inner 65 year old white male. And I call him Richard. He's, he comes in and he says like really stupid shit all the time. Um, (laughs) the girls are dying anyways. Um, yeah, that's what I call him. So when he comes in and says stupid shit to me, I'm like, no, Richard, like that's, that's a Richard thought. Like, that's not me. That's, that's Richard there. Um, and so, so yeah. So like when that kind of stuff comes in, so like you're too much or that just like, I was too much doing too much. It just, this energy of too much, I guess with everything. Right. Like, and then I feel like whatever I would feel bad too, because I was like, well, it, like people would be like, well, how did you do that so fast? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I just did. Right. Like for the longest time, I never realized that it was because I was innately just looking for ways to do it faster, looking for ways to make it more efficient. I had no idea that that was just what I was chronically, constantly doing. Right. Like with everything. And so I think that was like just a really interesting discovery for myself, just knowing like, oh, okay, no, like I was just, and I was meant to share this with other people. Right. Like this is an unnecessary step. Like you don't need to do it. Trust me. Right. Like I skipped it. I've skipped it a bunch. We're golden. Um, but then also teaching people like, oh shit, like I, that was, uh, I skipped that one and like, you need that one. So don't skip that. Right. Uh, <laughs> so that kind of, I don't know, vibes and energy and understanding, but yeah, no, it's just so interesting. And I feel like whenever I was younger too, like I would get told a lot, like you're too much, right. You're, and I would get told like, don't be a ditz is what I would get because I'd just be like, buzzing, right? Like buzzing around, laughing, smiling, playing, giggling, right? I was like, don't be a ditz or nobody's going to take you seriously if you're, you know, moving around like that, or if you're, you know, talking too fast or all of those different things. Right. And it's interesting because now I did, I like, and I listened to that for a long time. I, you know, tried to dull myself. I tried to dim myself. I tried to be less of me, right? And more serious and like more studious. And I mean, I was always nerdy and studious, but I was quick about it. So I just did that while juggling a handful of other things. And um, 
it's really interesting because recently, just through a lot of deconditioning over the past couple of years, I've really returned back to like that part of me who is silly and who is goofy and who does just like, like to play and have fun. And, you know, like, and that's really what this energy type is about too, is just playing and having fun and finding joy and laughing in the moment. And, um, you know, the more that you guys get into your human design too, the more you'll start to understand your unique gates and all these different other like, you know, facets to, to you and your genetic makeup. Um, but like, you know, for me, I'm a six two Manny Jen. So I'm a Manny Jen who also is a role model hermit. Right. So when it comes to my Manny Jen energy, you know, as that six line, I'm a role model. Right. So I'm meant to like basically trial and error shit and then role model it for others to show other people like basically how to embody everything, right. And how to embody the things that I've learned, um, through myself embodying that. Right. And it's just really interesting having embraced that and being like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I'm not here just to like, you know, preach or teach. Like I'm here to like embody and role model it to show other people that this is possible. Right. And so that's really interesting. Um, now how my manage and energy plays out. I, I'm going to tell you guys three different things. Okay. So I remember when I was younger, so when I was in high school, I was like, I was thriving. I was playing tennis. So I played tennis 30 hours a week, right? Cause I was playing three hours every night and then I'd have tournaments all weekend. And then I was also in university level classes. Cause I was wanting to get into nursing school and I wanted to test out of some of like the electives that I didn't want to do like English and like chemistry and that kind of shit. Right. Anyway, so I was doing university level classes at that point so that I could test out and everything, which I did. Um, I was juggling friends and I was also at that time, um, what else was it? Yeah, I, like I was reading, I was hanging with friends. I, like I said, like literally studying four or five hours a night while also playing tennis three, four hours a night, right? So there is not, well, going to high school, right? So I legitimately was thriving. I remember being so happy and so full of joy during that period of time, because I was just living my life and doing me. Like I was going to the beach and I was like hanging out with friends and partying, but I was still doing all my other shit that made me happy. And then I went to university, same thing. I was playing tennis for my university so if anybody's a, ever been a collegiate athlete, like, you know, the commitment that that is like, it's a lot. Um, I was also in nursing school. So if anybody knows what nursing school, like hundred percent is a commitment and a half too. And then I was also working as a waitress part-time. And then I also still had a social life and was like trying to date people, usually douchebags, but like, whatever. Um, so yeah, so I was like doing all of these different things, but I was so lit up and I was thriving. Right. I mean, I ended up graduating top 5% of my class while still doing all of this shit. Like, fuck, I went through, <laughs> I was raped. And I also went through a domestic abuse relationship all during that time period too. And I still was able to like juggle all my shit. Right. And then it was interesting because whenever I graduated, it stopped. I like, I don't know what it was or what had triggered that, but it was like, I felt like I was too much. And it was probably the abusive relationship that I had come out of. I feel like that had really, um, dimmed me to say the least. Um, and so, you know, I'm being judged for being too ditzy or not, 
you know, like not smart enough and all of that shit. And it was really, really fascinating because I was just nursing, just nursing. Well, I'm like wifing too, right? Like, and dog momming. So like I had, you know, a dog and then a husband and I was, you know, a full-time eMERGE nurse. And for me, that's not enough. Right. But then I felt guilty saying that that wasn't enough. Right. <laughs> and so then, um, it was interesting because then I found beach body. Right. And so then adding that in gave me that other thing that I needed to do something else that was like fun. And like, it was like workouts. And then I was like, Oh, I could try the business thing and see if that's something that I wanted to do. Cause you know, I'd, I've always wanted to be, um, to own my own business. Like I never really wanted to work for another person. Um, and the reason I went into nursing was cause I never knew how I could help people. Um, cause I always wanted to really help people and serve. Like that was always something I wanted to do for my core, even as a little girl. Um, and so I was like, well, nursing is a great way to do that. Cause I can give back to people and I can help them. Right. And I've always been a nutrition nerd and like a fitness nerd and all the, all the nerds when it comes to, when it comes to health stuff. Right. And just absolutely fascinated by it all. And so then, you know, I added in the beach body stuff and then I added in the business stuff. And I was like, this is fun. This is, this is fun. This is what I need. I need something that's going to be more dynamic that has more facets to it. Right. Um, and so that's when I was like, oh my God, I want, like, I do want to own my business, my own business. Right. And I tried with Beachbody for, for a couple of years. And I feel like I held on to that one for a long time and longer than I should have. And I think the reason was, is I went into this state where I realized it wasn't enough for me. Right. I was like, this isn't enough. I need more. Um, and a big thing for me is freedom in all senses, in all sense of the words. And it's actually part of my genetic makeup and gene keys, which is another facet that we can speak about on another call. And I can teach you two about Tamara Nashen. Um, but one of my biggest things and one of my essences is freedom. So if I don't have freedom, whether that's travel or um, freedom of like, just to do what I want or to be able to like pivot and move. And remember that that manifest and generator energy is the need to pivot, the need to change shit up the need to do you, right? And so within that Beachbody structure, right? I didn't get to control what programs launched. I didn't get to control, you know, any of that. I didn't get to control a lot of stuff within it, um, how I got paid, what the prices were of things, like all of that. And that drove me nuts. And that frustrated the hell out of me. And that frustration, because as a manifesting generator, you're not self-themed. So where you're out of alignment, you'll find frustration. You'll start to feel really frustrated. Right. And I remember I was so frustrated with that business and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out why, but I realized it was because one, it wasn't enough for me because I couldn't pivot how I wanted to pivot within it. Right. Um, and that was frustrating, but also it just wasn't, it just wasn't enough. I wanted to add in more facets for me, right. Workouts weren't enough. Nutrition was not enough. Okay. Like that just wasn't enough for me. Um, and so when it came to, you know, my own journey with my hormones and everything, and you guys can go to one of our previous episodes about that. It's like one of the first couple that was when it really clicked that I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to start my own company that heals women and helps women, but I don't need to box myself into a, like into a title. Right. And so if you guys you know, have ever wondered what my certifications are, they're fucking everything under the sun because I follow my manifesting generator energy, like nobody's business. Right. Cause I've really started to embrace that to my core 
as soon as I was like, oh, okay, this is not for me and it's no longer serving me, but this is, and this can allow me to be my truest version of myself where I can truly feel satisfied and be successful. And it was just really, really awesome and interesting to, to see that shift within myself, but also the shift in success that I began to have, right. In all areas of my life and the different, um, I guess, commitments I was able to make for myself, right. Like joining a expensive business mastermind where I was like, I have no idea where this money is coming from, but I'm going to make it work. Right. Because I believe in this. And I know that this is what I meant to do because I'm following my, like my human design. I'm following like me, not this old conditioning or patterns that I've had in the past, if that makes any sense. And so, yeah. So like right now, for example, um, I really shifted to like really embracing the Manny Jen. And I think the biggest thing is every single day I go, what is going to light me up today? Right. And it's a very scary way to live your life because you're taught that you need to, you know, like have a routine and you're taught that you have to like wake up at 5 a.m. every day. And you're taught that you have to have like a gratitude practice that you do at the same time in the same space every day in order for it to be successful. And you're taught that you have to basically just like grind it out and all these different things. And it's been really interesting for me because I've realized like, no, none of that is true for one, but for me, when it comes to really enjoying my manager energy, it's going, what today makes me excited, right? Like, what do I need to do today? And what is lighting me up today? And like, for example, yesterday, I wanted to do um, some launch planning within my business, but it wasn't lighting me up at all. And I know that if I wait for that to light me up, I can get that done in like an hour and a half. Whereas if I were to have done it yesterday, I would drag that shit out, right? And I guess the biggest thing too is it's just trusting in yourself and trusting in the fact that everything will come at the proper time, right? And having that patience, that divine timing is such a thing. But when you listen to that internal authority that you have specifically for you, you will find your path, you will find your success. And in turn, you will be more successful because when you try to follow the path of others, that is when you will find yourself digging a hole and feeling stuck, right? Because you've basically tried to box yourself in as somebody else. And when you color outside of those lines, especially as a manager, coloring outside of the lines is key, right? You are not meant to make sense. You're not meant to be here to stick to rules. You're meant to break them. You're meant to be messy and crazy and beautiful and just like spunky and just do your thing. Okay. Be big, be expressive, be loud, and don't be afraid to listen to that response deep down that goes, this is not what we need to do today. We need to do this instead. Anyways, I hope that this all helped you guys. Like if anybody on here is a Manny Jen and you're like, oh my God, somebody's finally validating me. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> and if you're like, Jazz, you didn't, you did not explain things enough. We need more information. Just let us know. More than happy to do more episodes on stuff like this. Question for you, Jasmine. Yeah, yeah hit me. <clears throat> so one of the things you said with being a Manny Jen is needing to like know yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's like super important. Mm-hmm. How do you do that with the undefined, is it the G center? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's really interesting. So your G center is... So mine is undefined. So my 
my identity center is what it's called. Um, but really when we look at the G center, it's very much about self-love. Okay. So G center is self-love. So, um, will center is self-worth. So I don't have self-worth issues. I struggle more so with self-love conditioning. So body image, um, I struggle more with, you know, really loving myself fully. Um, and then the interesting thing is with an open G where you are in the world will affect how you show up, who you are around will affect how you show up. So for me, when, with this undefined G, it has been just taking a lot of time to myself, to be honest, it has been getting alone and getting in an environment that is cozy and just feels safe to like really dig into who I am. But honestly, through a lot of it has been breath work, um, meditations, tappings, like all sorts of different things, journaling. I feel like I've been on a journey of self-discovery for like four or five years. And it has taken me a long time to do so because of that open G, honestly. And because for the longest time, I didn't realize that when, if I journaled and I was like in a coffee shop, that would give me different energies. Like I would amplify other people's open G's. Right. And also recognizing like, so with my open G, um, it's this need for direction. And I feel like I don't have direction. Right. Which makes that gen even more like zigzaggy. And so when it comes to that, like I would see people doing things and then I, and even now, like I'm like Richard fuck off. Um, and basically it would be, so say you were like doing a Zumba class and that's what you're going to start doing. You're going to start like running Zumba classes, right? Like that's your new business idea. It's great, whatever. And then I honestly would probably be like, Oh, well, fuck. Like, should I do a Zumba class? Should I do that too? Like, is that the direction I should go into as well? Right. Like it's super, super fascinating. And yeah. So when it comes to getting to know yourself, I have to say human design has really helped me because it's clarified a lot of stuff, especially looking into my gates and stuff and actually like understanding what each gate is. And then my gene keys, um, looking into my centers and then really looking at the gates that are within that undefined center. So the fun fact to you guys is if you look at your chart and you have these open centers, if you have gates going to those centers, you're actually not fully open. Um, you're undefined with, but you still have energy going into it. So for me with that G center, I do still have two gates that go into that center. Um, and they're all about actually self-love and, um, self-empowerment, which is why I have a lot of, like, I don't struggle that much with self-love. Like I do love myself. Um, mine is more so like I'm easily conditioned in that center. If that makes any sense, that's usually what your open centers are. You're just more easily conditioned within those. Right. So for me, it's not knowing, needing somebody else to give me direction, right. Looking to others for that direction, instead of just looking within myself and within my other channels and just following and being okay with the fact that I'm not a directional person. And that's just not something I provide. Right. Well, I, I have to say, I'm very grateful for learning about this stuff now because I have a man gen. My middle child is a man gen. And it's actually kind of funny because you're like, be, let them be like, you need to be lap dude. She has no freaking quiet on her. <laughs> She is the loudest child I've ever met. No, no, she doesn't have quiet. <laughs> like, literally, you and as a kid, it's like, Kate, your brother is sleeping. Okay, mom! No, you need to whisper. Okay! No, quieter, please. Okay! <laughs> You're like, okay, child. 
just go away. <laughs> um, but no, but seriously, it's, it's really good to know those things too, because uh, being projector, I'm very different. And I know not, and I mean, I'm, I know that not everybody is, is designed like me and stuff. And I never really would ever expect, even before learning about human design, I never expect my children to be like me, but it's really good to know because then I can kind of, um, teach her that it's okay even more so than before because I'm very like you know embrace yourself all that kind of stuff and I want them to be very much that way but knowing even for her and trying to encourage her almost to do more and more and more and see how it goes for her um I think that I think it's really nice to know that even like and I've been noticing little bits in her heart. She's the hardest one. I haven't really noticed a lot for her human design in her, other than sometimes she's emotional uh, when coming to decisions. Um, but honestly, she's like the easiest, one of the easiest kids, I would say, except for when she's upset. Um, but like she, like, even like when we're doing schoolwork and stuff, like she does, she can do her sister's homework like her sister's math and they're she's her sister's two years ahead of her and stuff so it's I'm when you're bringing up things I'm picking up on small things from her so it's really nice to hear these things so I can push it and I was always the same way with school too is like I like and I always feel like a dick saying this but nursing school for me wasn't that hard yeah Right. And it's like one of, it's like a really hard school. Right. And it's super stressful. And I remember I used to be like, oh yeah, I studied so long for that test. Right. Just to try to fit in. But like secretly I was like, ah, fuck. Like I ended up watching Netflix for like four hours and then I studied and like, you know, I got the gist of what I needed to know for the exam. And like, really like the other shit was just fluff. You, like, you know what I mean? Like I was just able to pick out what was actually necessary to learn and what was just like filler and not actually necessary. And then I was able to go from there. Right. So like I found, and not just to pass an exam, but actually for the knowledge aspect of it too, because I feel like there's so much filler knowledge. That's like, it's like reading. Like I read really fast too. Cause I just like get rid of all the filler shit. Cause I'm like, we don't need this. You know what? That makes total sense. I think I, I have a feeling that my sister was a uh, was possibly a man gen, a Manny Jen as well, because um, that girl like it it actually frustrated me growing up with her a lot because she was so smart and everything came quick to her. She didn't do well in school, but she was bored. Mm-hmm. So this is an interesting thing too. Is I'm also a two line, right? And I don't know. Is your kiddo a two as well? Does she have a two? Do you know? I can't remember. We'll have to, we'll have to look. We'll, we'll sidebar it and we'll look. Um, so with a two line, things just come naturally easy. There are certain things that just be, are really easy for me. And I used to feel so bad about it. I would feel so bad about it, right? Because I'm like, well, fuck. Like, And then when you look more and more into your design too, like there, I have one of my gene keys is making things really simple. And it's taking complex things and making it simple and taking really intricate things and making it simple. And so I used to be like, I don't know, like 
this isn't hard. Like, this is so easy. Like, what are you guys talking about? Right? Like, why is this so difficult? And it's like the same thing with like hormones and the adrenal system. I'm like, oh, it just makes so much sense. Like, look how simple this is. Right. Cause I can just take really complex things and make them super simple. And that's like one of my purposes in this life is to do that. Right. And I just do it really easily. Like, it's not hard for me to take a complex topic and simply explain it. Right. And simplify it. And so it's really interesting when you start to learn more into those aspects of things, because then that becomes even more, it's like you have different flavors of manigens and different flavors of projectors and different flavors of, you know, that's based on your gates and like all of that too. So it just, it's super, it's just really fascinating when you start to get more and more into your actual design, especially the conscious and unconscious aspects of it. Cause you have conscious aspects that you're aware of, and then you have unconscious aspects that it'll help you become aware of. And then you're like, oh, well, this makes a lot of sense. I didn't even realize that I was doing that, but now I know, right? So it just brings that awareness in. My, my daughter is a two, four. Yeah, so it's the two line as well. So it's, it's just things just become, are, they're easy. It just, yeah. there, there are things that come very easily and naturally to us. Um, I mean, obviously not everything because like cars don't come easily to me, but I'm not, but they don't light me up. So if a car lit me up, if it like cars lit me up, then I'm sure it'd be, it'd be easy for me, but you know, right. So that's kind of the biggest thing is it's just like finding out what you're passionate about, but just, you know, making her know she's okay. It's okay for her to be good at things. And she doesn't have to explain herself. Right. I used to feel like I had to explain like how I had so much knowledge about this or how it would like, how I was just able to get like an A on that or whatever. Right. Like I, I felt like I had to be like, oh, I studied so hard or I sacrificed so hard or you know, like it just took me so many years. And even with business things, like there are certain things that I'm like, oh, that seems really simple. And, but then I, I make it more complicated because I'm like, okay, like, no, like we need to struggle. We need to sacrifice. It needs to be hard. Right. So again, that Richard coming and being a little dick, um, little peen, I tell you, anywho. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really nice to hear these things. Anyways, um, I guess we should probably end it here then if, unless Ashton's got any questions left for her. No, I guess sweet. Well then thank you guys so much for joining us. And, uh, I hope you guys got some more information about Manny Jens. And of course, all of our information is in our descriptions and we'll talk to you next week and we will go into generators because we do have a generator in our midst and we're really, really excited to hear what her view of the world is.